Hi, welcome to Talking with Fred. I'm Tony. And I'm Joe. Tony, what are we talking about today? Well, we're going to continue on with the series on the Ten Commandments. So today we're going to talk about the third one. Don't use the Lord's name in vain. Don't use the Lord's name in vain. What do you think that means, Tony? Well, for me growing up, I always talked about it thinking it was using God's name in vain with swear words or using it like, oh my God, and okay. God this and God that, and uh, even when people like to use God and the other word with it. So that would be kind of like misusing the name of God. Yeah, Okay. exactly. Why, why wouldn't you want to do that? Or why would that be a problem? It's a respect issue. I think God deserves a lot more respect than trashing his name okay. in that aspect. I don't think anybody wants to be going around with their name being slandered and trashed or uh, crossed around the mud like that. So um, I think God really takes that to heart when he uses that, when he says, don't use, misuse my name like that. Okay. What if you do misuse it? And who decides what misusing it is? Like, for example, you speak Spanish, right? And you yeah. speak English. Swear words or even the taking the Lord's name in vain from that point of view right. is not always the same from language to language. No, you're right, right about that. So right. one thing you can say in one language is totally okay, but li listening to it in another language, it's absolutely insulting. Where do you find the balance? What do you think he's talking about when he says, don't use my name in vain? When you point it out like that, I think it's how we live. Claiming one way, like being a hypocrite in a nutshell. Mm. Claiming to live for him, but then turning around and just living the total opposite. Yeah, I think that has something to do with it. For me personally, I think you have to look at, you know, the Ten Commandments as a whole. And they're really fantastic in the sense that they're almost like the cliff notes of the Bible, right? So, I yeah. mean, if you really, if you can get your mind around those fundamental Ten Commandments, you can understand a lot about what God is trying to say to us. The first four have to do with who He is, right? And we've been yeah. through the first two. The first one about Him being the Creator. He is the beginning. Yeah. He's the only one. To have no other gods before Him Focus. because... Totally he him. is the one, yeah. right? Yeah. And he is the creator. And then number two is about idolatry and worshiping other things. We worship, we serve the creator yeah, not and the not creator. the created. And so then, then he comes to number three and he says, and don't take my name in vain. And I think it does have to do that we give him that position of importance and worth in our lives. And I mean, you can say something, but your actions are going to speak louder than your words. Yeah, right? oh, I agree totally. I mean, if, yeah. if you say you love someone, well, then show it. I mean, right. treat them as if you love them. If you're going to follow God, mm -hmm. and if you're going to follow the teachings of Jesus Christ, right. then follow them. Yeah. And the only way I know that you're following them is if I can see them in you. Well, right? I mean, it's like what Jesus says about the fruit, you know, right. we're going to be shown by the fruit that you bear. Right. Well, Paul writing in Galatians says that fruit of the Spirit, the consequence of experiencing the plan of salvation that God has, that He loved us, mm -hmm. He sent us a Savior, the Savior filled us with His power, then that has a consequence in my life, right? Mm -hmm. If I adhere to that I serve the Creator, that He is the only one, that I serve the Creator and not the created, that also has to be seen somehow in my life, right? Yeah. My life has to be a reflection. I remember um, the head of the Assembly of God. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about some missionaries in uh, the Middle East. And he said, you know, most of these people in the world are going to see Jesus through you. That you're probably the closest thing you'll ever, ever see to Jesus. Yeah, right. In your and, life. You know, the great Catholic saint, uh, Francis of Assisi, he said to his disciples, his 
group that he worked with. Mm-hmm. He said, now go out into the street and preach the gospel, and if necessary, use words. His whole point was, go out and show That's people that if you necessary. are who you say you are. That is, that is cool. Right? If necessary, use words. Right. So in other words, you don't really have to use words to tell me who you are. In fact, I'm not going to listen to your words. I'm going to watch you And I mean, that's why we have so many problems today in families, for example. Mm -hmm. In some parts of the world, you have these ideas that, yeah, I mean, you can just treat your children any way you want to. You know, you can be violent. You can do whatever you want to. You don't Mm -hmm. have to take your responsibility. You can live however you want to. And then they somehow have to anyway respect you. Yeah, love and respect right? you no matter what. Yeah. And that's just one of those points that God's trying to make is that I can never do anything to gain your respect. Right. I don't deserve your respect. I can't earn your respect. The only thing I can do is receive your respect if you're willing to give it. It doesn't matter what I do. If you're not willing to give your respect, yeah, then it's no just point. simply not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And I can continue to be a better person. I can continue to do whatever you want me to do. But, but if you're not willing to give the respect, yeah. then it's not going to happen, right? It's yeah. the same thing with love. Mm-hmm. Love can only be given. It yeah. can't be demanded. Yeah. I can't demand that my wife loves me. She has to be willing to give that love yeah, to me. And you have to be willing to show that love. Right. Yeah. And so so I have to be able to understand that I have to create a life in which I am a giver and, and not, not a, a taker. taker. That is so cool. Yeah. And so what God's trying to tell us is be a giver. Learn mm-hmm. to be a giver. And how do we learn to be a giver? Well, we have God mm-hmm. to give him the position and the respect that he's asked us to. He can't deny it from us, right? He can't demand it from yeah. us, but we can give it to him. And that's what right. he's saying. It, don't misuse my name. Give yeah. my name the position that it deserves. Yeah. Give me the respect that I yeah. deserve. But we have to do that. Do you think that means you know, like we put someone high up on a pedestal or... Do you think like, for example, what God was showing the, the children of Israel put me in the middle of the camp? Cent- but I think well, that's one out, of those things. You know, yeah, centering that, our yeah. life around him to yeah. let him work his but way out. I think out. that's that kind of getting into the point of one of those things about the way we look at things in so many situations today is that right. you have to do, you have to respect this person because right. that person is this. Yeah. No, I don't. Right. I have the opportunity yeah. to give him my respect. I don't yeah. have to. And the opportunity I get to, to receive right? his love. Right. So I don't have to. Right. I get to. Yeah. Right. And so my position is I get to show yeah. this person I love that. the respect. Get right? to. So the point about it is then, well, if you take that further, then how do we arrange our lives? Right. And right. how are we going to look at it? And one of the things that is so popular among people in general is we have to make priorities. And I would just put a question mark with that. Yeah. Because I'm not totally convinced that that's true. For example, in our circles, priorities in life have to be God, mm-hmm. your wife, yeah. your children, the number list. your job, yeah. you know, the thing. Okay, yeah. but how can I love my children less than I love my, my wife? Yeah. And how can yeah. I love my wife more than I love my children? Wouldn't it be better to say, I love them all with mm-hmm. everything I have? Yeah. And I think that's what Jesus tries to tell us. Jesus says, make me the center of your life. Right. Let everything revolve around me yeah. so that everything is balanced and equal from my beginning. And I yeah. think that's what God is saying in the first commandment, mm-hmm. that there's no other gods before me. You can't prioritize. You can't no. say, okay, God is the big almighty, and yeah. then there's other almighties that are less, yeah. and we'll serve them. No, he's Work the center out. of yeah. everything. He's the creator of everything. Right. He is what I build my life around, and I give him that position 
position yeah. of being the center of everything, yeah. of which my life revolves around, yeah. so that I don't have to worry about what I do more or less. Mm-hmm. What I have to concern myself with is the fact that I get to show my love mm-hmm. to my wife and to my children and to yeah. my church and to my friends yeah. and to everyone around me yeah. because I give and I don't demand. Yeah, and it's like the old saying, the more someone takes in from the pie, there's more to give. Right. From yeah. that point of view, yeah. then you will never use up what God has for us, right? Yeah. Because the more, the more I give, yeah. the more I have to give, yeah. right? Yeah. So he so, keeps pouring into you. Right, and that's what Jesus yeah. says to us. He says, you give what I've given you. Give it for nothing. Yeah. You've received it for nothing. Yeah. So in other words, the more I give it, the more I receive it. And so it becomes, <laughs> so cool. a, it becomes a question of yeah. giving it as quickly as I can so that more. I can receive more. Yeah. But I can't receive that from God unless he is in the position in my life right. that he says he has to be. Yeah. And he can't demand that position. I have to give him that position. I have to give it to him. Mm-hmm. And so I have to say, I won't misuse you. I won't misinterpret you. I will not devalue you. I will not compromise you. I will give you the place in my life that you, you being the creator deserves. Yeah. So when I do that, then that opens up. Yeah, it opens up a multitude a of possibilities. M- a multitude of possibilities, yeah. right? Yeah. Because it changes the way I look at life. Yeah. Right? Well, you value it more. Right. You know, I, I see a person and hurt you or whatever, and I'm not saying accept what they're doing, because we've talked about that is you don't accept it. You start to see it from God's view, and you start to realize, okay, that is a soul, and I'm going to show them love rather than the hate they've showed me back. Well, love is, I mean, we live in a time where love has to be defined always in, um, what would you say, either physical or psychological terms. Mm-hmm. But I mean, love is also, is yes, mm-hmm. But love is also so no, no, right? Because love is a whole, right? That's love is not about. a yeah. part of something. It's not yeah. in pieces. No, love is a complete wholeness mm-hmm. of who God is. Yeah, and so that means you have the whole concept of day and night, up and down, right? Yes and no, mm-hmm. and so sometimes the best way I can show someone love is to say no. Right. Then you get into a discussion of, of forgiveness. Well, how do I f- practically forgive somebody, right? Yeah. You know, so in order to come into something better, for something better in my life. Right. I have to give up I have the to bad. give up something right. bad in my life. Yeah. Well, how do I give up something bad? I have to say no to it. So if yeah. it's been an abusive relationship yeah. or it's been violence in my past or whatever, I have to say, I'm going to give that up. Yeah. I'm not going to let that affect no, me. I won't accept it. I won't accept it. But I'm not going yeah. to do that. I'm going to push forward. I'm still going to give you the same respect that God would give you as a person. Yeah. Because whatever the situation, God's yeah. still calling. Yeah. Right? I mean, he still is pouring out his yeah. his love on all creation. Right. So I'm not going to begin to go down that road, but I'm going to say I'm not going to go down that road at all. Yeah. That road ends there and I'm going to go a different direction. Now, does that also mean like even if you have to cut someone out of your life? Of course it does. Yeah. Because that person is not willing to give you the respect right. that you should have. Right. And if they're not going to give you that respect, well, then you're well within your rights to say, then we don't have fellowship. Right. Because fellowship is a mutual humbleness. Mm-hmm. And if we don't mutually give ourselves to each other, then there is no fellowship. 
Right. And if there is no fellowship, then I'm not going to have you a yeah. part of my life. Because then they're just right. they're just taking taking, and so there's no and way for them to back. Yeah, and they're <laughs> right. not filling the pie back up either, right with God. Right, and that's true. Yeah, so, just so I'm not going exhausting. To, yeah, right. There's too many people in my life that understand mm-hmm. what love is. Yeah. That I would use my time on someone who doesn't. Yeah, I've struggled with that a lot in my life because I have taken the road of chasing people, trying to force them to right. be my friend. Right. It's like, I'm willing to be your friend. I love you as the person you are. But then it's like the take back wasn't there. Right. And it took me forever and the pain and hurt right. to but release get, it. You're getting into some of the other aspects of taking right. the Lord's name in vain because mm-hmm. vain also means not to misrepresent or not to lie about who God is, right? Right. And that's what so many people do. They want to put God in their own little box and give Mm -hmm. him a definition of what they want him to be. So that then gives me the permission. If God has to be what I define him as being, then that gives me the permission to do anything I want to. That's not the way things are. God is the one that makes the definition, and I fit into his world. And I have to live after his principles. And so if somebody is living their life like that, then you mm-hmm. get into teaching that Jesus actually comes with. And yeah. he says, you know, if, if somebody has done you wrong, then go to that person, right? If they right. do not accept it, yeah. right? Then take a witness, yeah. right? Take one other person, right. because on the testimony of two people, yeah. right? So take somebody, if they further won't accept Just what you're saying, no, then take the community or the church that's right 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 right, right. if then if if he still won't accept his behavior right then it says treat him as a heather right right that doesn't mean cast him out no that doesn't mean separate him that must doesn't mean throw him away as a person Mm -mm. it means treat him as if he has never understood who god is so you have to go in and say look your concepts your ideas your Mm -hmm. definitions of god are wrong. You're lying about who he is. You're taking his name in vain. You need to learn who God truly is. So when basically what Jesus is saying is you take him back to the beginning and you say, you have to learn who God the creator is, right? You have to learn to serve the creator and not the created, (laughs) There you go. right? You have to learn to put him at the center of everything in your life because you have not understood this process. This is why you keep getting into these situations. There you go. Right? So that's why it's one thing to say, yes, I accept or I believe that there is a God. Mm-hmm. That we hear a lot, right? Right. I believe there's a God, mm-hmm. right? And I believe that he created the world, okay? But how can I show that in my life? Right. Right. And that's what it comes down daily. to it, right? Yeah. But it's that difference between reading what you believe and believe what you're reading. Yeah. Right. You have to make it living. Yeah. I mean, it has to become a part of who you are. Yeah. Right? And I have to be able to look at it and say, okay, how can I apply this fundamentally in my life in so that world. my life yeah. will reflect it? Yeah. Right? I mean, it's not enough for me to say, oh, I believe in God or I believe in Jesus. It's not enough for me to say, yeah. okay, I'll keep the rules, right? Yeah, so I won't worship any, yeah. any, anything else. I'll yeah. keep the rules. We can all do that. Well, yeah, yeah, but if I'm still beating my wife, then <laughs> yeah. what? Yeah. And what's I'm not the point? laughing about it because I think it's funny. It's just. <laughs> but that's the, but that's the incredible. The irony of it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so many people yeah. grow up and come to me as a pastor and say, I grew up in a church. But I was abused. I had a predator. 
that abused me yeah. or I was mistreated by someone. Yeah. Well, how do we get those situations? We get those situations because people don't understand that they have to make God the center of everything. Right. And they're misrepresented him. They're mm-hmm. lying about who he is to themselves mostly. Right. And they're not allowing him to be God the creator, the one and only. Yeah. And so then their definitions of who he is begins to come in, and yeah. that gives them in their own mind mm-hmm. the opportunity and the right to begin to do whatever they want to do. And then they come back, and what do they say when they're caught? They always come back and say, well, I can't control it. Yeah, yeah. This is bigger or than I Or this happened to me well, when I that's was that's why God gives you the opportunity of controlling it. Yeah. Right? He gives you the opportunity of letting him become the center of your life yeah. and not yourself. And, th- and sweep all that nonsense out of your life. Right, because Clean that out the house. gets back to the fundamental fall of man in the Garden of Eden, right? Mm-hmm. God didn't really say that, the serpent mm-hmm. said, yeah. right? You can be as good as God, Yeah. right? Well, who are you going to serve? You're going to serve yourself yeah. or are you going to serve God? Yeah. Basic, right? If you're going to serve God, then you have to let him have that place and position in your life. Right. If you allow him to have that place and position in your life, then everyone around you has to be able to see it. It can't just be something you say. Yeah. I want to see it. Yeah. Right. I want to see your life yeah. reflect. Lay the cards out on the God table and show me what you have. Exactly. Yeah. And so then we get back to, let's get back to something that you said in the beginning. Mm-hmm. That sometimes we look at it only in terms of swearing. Right. Right. Don't take the Lord's name in vain. Don't mm-hmm. swear. Right. Well, why wouldn't you want to swear? It dumbs us down, in my opinion. It does dumb us down. I think it, it's just it's a way of speaking that you just can't express yourself well. So you've got to use some kind of adjective or something right. that just that doesn't explain anything even further. It just shows your frustration. Well, it's, yeah, and I think it shows the other person's pride. Because I think when somebody comes, you know, for example, if somebody comes to me and wants to say, Joe, you're dumb, mm-hmm. right? And they say, uh, Joe, you're blankety-blankety dumb, <laughs> yeah. right? Right. Well, what they're saying to me is, you don't even understand what dumb means. Yeah. So I need to use adjectives to further color the word dumb yeah. so that you could understand what I mean by what I'm saying. Yeah. So what they're doing is Smarter they're pushing me down yeah. to lift themselves up. Yeah. That's as anti-God as you can get, Yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. if you push someone else down yeah. to lift yourself up, then that's idol worship. Mm. Yeah, that's worshiping that's right. man, that's right? right? Yeah. Yeah. That what God says, no, we humble ourselves so that we can lift each other up. Yeah. Right. So when when someone swears about something, right, mm-hmm. even if they come to to you and say, uh, Tony, here's a piece of paper and they say, Tony, here's a blankety blank piece of paper. Yeah. Right. What they're saying is you don't have sense enough to know what a piece of paper is. <laughs> yeah. So let me further explain it to you in terms that you will understand it. Yeah. Right. Because I understand the swear no, words more than right. I would. The piece no, of I paper. understand what a piece of paper <laughs> is. OK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so the point yeah. about it is. God called us to humble ourselves to build each other up. But I can't lift anybody up if I don't lift him up. Right. Right? Because if I don't lift God up in my life, how can I lift up anybody else? Yeah, that's true. And I can't. I will only, God says, lift up that which is at the center of my life. Right. And that is what Vane is talking about. It's talking about what's at the center of your life. Yeah. What are you going to lift up? What are you going to support? What are you going to back up? Yeah. What am I going to be able to see yeah. in your everyday life? When you're saying that, even lifting up, I mean, it's so awesome. Jesus says, when you lift me up, I will draw men to me. Right. And you become this magnet towards people 
and they start seeing, like we talked about, they start seeing him being projected out. Well, and yeah, so they one of one want of the to know. one of the absolute ways that we should read that is yeah. the fact that man can never be attractive. No, what truly is attractive? Yeah, is God. Is God? Is Jesus? Yeah, right. The Spirit of God. Mm -hmm. That's what is truly attractive. Yeah. Right? And so you can look at it many different ways and interpret it theologically in many right. different ways. Right. But there is that element of truth in it mm -hmm. that how things really are yeah. is the fact that only God is attractive. Yeah. And so when I lift Him up, yeah. then He draws people to me. Yeah. That, in other words, I get the help and the support that I need. Mm -hmm. Right? I get what I need. Mm -hmm. When he draws people to himself. Yeah. And he will do that in your life yeah. if you will allow him to do that. That's right. why Open I that tell, door and let the windows of heaven just right. breeze through. And so that's why usually why I tell young men that they can't chase after girls. Yeah. Right? Don't <laughs> well, chase after girls. This one. <laughs> don't chase after girls. That's that's hopeless. Yeah. Become attractive. And let them chase you. And let them come to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Be someone that they are drawn to. Then you know you're living your life in a way that is, exactly. is productive, right? Yeah. And I mean, I have quoted that lots of times. Yeah. You know what? Stop focusing on this aspect and focus on God and let Him network out into everything that you're doing. And you're going to start seeing things happen. Well, and you're going to see. And if yeah. you want to get married, for example... You're going to start to see them come to you. Well, it's obvious because yeah. what do we search for in relationship? We yeah. search for security. Mm -hmm. We search for safety. Mm -hmm. We search for stability. Right. We search for love. Right. We search for happiness yeah. and for joy. Those are all fruits of the Spirit. Right. Right. So if I can't show the, that in my life, yeah. then how am I going to find that after the event takes place? Right. Well, it doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. You have to have it first, yeah. and then the rest of it will fall into place. Right. Seek first the kingdom of God right. and, and His righteousness, righteousness, and then everything else will yeah. fall into place. That's the point mm -hmm. of the whole idea of not misusing the name of God. Mm -hmm. We use the name of God in the way He intended it to be, right. and we make that the cornerstone mm -hmm. of our life. And right. that's why we see Jesus as the cornerstone that the world rejected, but that God made the cornerstone of my life mm -hmm. because everything in my life revolves around that. And we embraced it. Right. And you can we build off it. of it. Yeah. So it will give me everything that I want. Mm -hmm. So if I want to find a partner, then I need to lift him up in my life. Right. I need to let, lift Jesus up yeah. and let that in my life begin to draw yeah. candidates to me. And then you find me, other. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then it becomes much easier yeah. to find the right partner because mm -hmm. you're going to find someone who fits into who you are mm -hmm. because they are of the same mind. Yeah. And then it's, like it's a the lot puzzle. easier to get where you want to go. So touching back on the word righteousness. Yeah. When we talk about righteousness, we're not just talking about living. We're talking about God's mind, right? The yeah. way he thinks. Right. Yeah. If you want if you want to look at Matthew six thirty three, right? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Right. And everything else will fall into yeah. place. Basically you can also say, learn to do things God's way and think yeah. God's way. Yeah. Right. How does God do it and how does God think about it? Right. Yeah. So you get into this this whole yeah. thing that my existence, mm -hmm. right? The way I think, yeah. the way I act, the way I and move. the way I feel, right? Okay. Is all centered around God. Right. He is my purpose. Yeah. He is my cornerstone. Mm -hmm. So mind, body, and soul, 
Mm-hmm. Right, the way I think, the way I act, and the way I feel are all based around what he says is yeah. true. He is the reality in my life. Yeah. And when I lift him up, yep. that then I become yeah. attractive. Yeah. Right. Then I become someone that people, other people want to be together with yeah. instead of someone that everybody wants to run away from. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's only true to a step because right. obviously it's going to... It's uh, going to repel some it, people it's going too. To, yeah, it's yeah. going to repel those who don't want that. No. But those are the people I don't want a part of my life no. anyway. They're the ones that are going to pollute the right? life. So yeah. I, don't walk, I don't live my life yeah. worrying about who I'm going to meet right. or where I go. Right. right. So I can live my life in what I feel like is okay, mm-hmm. knowing that what I give off, the energy that I give off, the yeah. light that I give off, yeah, it's gonna draw is going people. to repel those yeah. that I don't want. Yeah. And those that I draw do want are going to be drawn to me. The crowd, yeah. So why wouldn't I live my life yeah. in joy and happiness yeah. and yeah. you know, do the things that I think bring me purpose yeah. and bring me meaning? Yeah. You know, and enrich in my life, empower yeah. my life. Yeah. And do it in a way that I don't have to worry about yeah. well, who I meet or what's said or what I see or anything else. Yeah. And lifting people up in that process because it's what we talked about earlier. It's what enriches us when we can lift people up in that process. Well, yeah. Because, of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because when I'm lifting up Jesus, right? Yeah then other people that are doing the same thing yeah. are drawn to me, then what happens? We're lifting each other up. Yeah, and we right? become a very good, solid foundation. So we're all growing yeah. Yeah. in our walk with the Lord. We're all yeah. growing in our relationship with Him. And that's what makes us not misuse the name yeah. of our God. And it's so amazing right. to be able to take these, look at them, and not so much as break them down, but just you know think about it almost logically and just listening what God has to say through the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, you know. So I think we could go on for an hour and a half and keep doing this. And I want to say thank you, Joe, for this conversation. Um, it was. It's just been so much fun. Mm, it is fun. Yeah, it is fun. But God is fun, you know. Yeah. Oh, very much so. <laughs> and one day I want to talk about God's humor. <laughs> Because people think it's just like the Ten Commandments. You start going, do not, do not. But there's yeah. humor in God. Well, yeah, and, and it's thing. the way that it's expressed, Yeah, you know, that we do have a tendency, unfortunately, to turn things around and make it very condescending and condemning. Yeah. But God's a lot of fun. God, yeah. God is life. He's well, God is what created it. God yeah. has made it wonderful and beautiful. Yeah, and, well, it's been said throughout the Bible so many times. He's not condemning you. He's trying to draw you close to him yeah, to get to know him. To, yeah, he wants yeah. you to see life how he sees life. Yeah. He wants you to All think about life. All the beauty life. that he has created. He wants you to think about sees, life yeah. the way he thinks about it. Yeah. He wants you to treat life yeah. the way he treats life. Yeah. And he wants you to feel. Yeah. He wants you to have the passion for life yeah. that he has. Yeah. Right? If we allow him to take that position yeah. and we don't abuse him, Ooh, we don't misuse see him. See the beauty of it. Right. Oh, then yeah. That's what happens. <laughs> I begin to see the beauty. I yeah. begin to think about it. I begin yeah. to, it becomes the passion and the driving yeah. force of my life. Like that song, It's a Wonderful World. <laughs> it's a Wonderful World. <laughs> and everything in my life then becomes yeah. centered around how to lift him up. Yeah. The creator. Right. And so yeah. why would I? Yeah. Want to misuse that. Right. Yeah. Why That's would the I question, trash it? Yeah. right? Yeah. And so basically the third commandment can be turned around and say, why would you yeah. misuse the Lord your God's yeah. name? Why would you do that? When you know that the consequences of that is going to be failure, unhappiness, frustration, mm-hmm. 
you know, all of the things yeah. that we don't want. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So God says, don't take my name in vain. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a couple of memes or pictures, and it showed a picture of a person, and they said a person on drugs, and you can see the misery, the the weight loss, the almost the death in their eyes. And then they said, on the other side of that picture, you see him with Jesus and you see the life, Mm -hmm. you know, there's just life glowing through that person. It's like, you know, why wouldn't you? And I remember even seeing, uh, or someone saying, if you looked like, uh, uh, the way you would inside with all the sin that's in your life, would you continue living that way? And I thought that, wow, that is pretty interesting. Well, yeah, it is. The conscious realization that my life is full of sin Mm -hmm. is what pushes me to not want to be there right yeah. it pushes me closer to god yeah because i know that i have to continually be cleansed by the blood of christ right that i have to continually be strengthened in him right otherwise i don't have a chance yeah right? like paul says i call for a record of my soul right i'm otherwise you know? i'm not going to be able to achieve yeah. what i want to achieve right yeah. so if i don't want to let pain and misery mm-hmm. be that which i lift up mm-hmm. which would make me dependent on an artificial pain reliever. Yeah. I would rather in my own situation go back to the root of what happened mm-hmm. and try and let God come in yeah. and recreate because he's the creator. Right. So he can come in and heal. Yeah. He can restore. Yeah. He can turn around. He can mm-hmm. undo yeah. however you want to describe it. Yeah. That which that is the cause. Yeah of that pain yeah. that has driven me down the road of abuse, mm-hmm. then let me change that. Yeah. Let me put him in his right position yeah. and let me begin to go down a new road. Right. That's what we're talking about, yeah. right? So I know Changing that if I put focus. God in the, in the yeah. center of my life, then I will have the life that I want. So if I don't misuse him, yeah. I will get what I want. If I misuse him, I get what I don't want. Yeah. So God is encouraging you yeah. to not misuse his name. Right. All right. We uh, want to encourage your comments. We want to encourage your thoughts. Please find us on Facebook at Talking With Fred. You can email us at talkingwithfred777 at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at talkingwithfred777. Have a great day. And remember, Jesus loves you.